Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Well, we got a crash course in winter driving on Friday when the snow moved into the Twin Cities area. Some parts of the metro, more than 20 inches of snow. Here in the northern suburbs, uh, northern Hennepin County, four or five. uh, The amounts varied widely across the metro area, and it was a very tough afternoon and night on the roadways, but the crews have done an outstanding job. And speaking of our roadways and safe driving, Mike Hanson, the director of the Office of Traffic Safety with the Minnesota Department of Public Safety, joins us. Mike, it's been a while. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing well, Steve, and thanks for uh, having me on again this afternoon. Yeah, good to visit with you. And, yeah, winter driving, we've had a couple of bouts of that so far this season, and uh, for sure more to come. And, and it's it's simple. Slow down and give uh, the drivers around you plenty of room. You're exactly right. That That's the key to, you know, every year, you know, we have to go through this readjustment when the slippery season uh, arrives, as it typically does. Although this year we've gotten a little bit spoiled, um, but we still have had enough events now that everybody should have some experience underneath their belt. And it's really, it, it's slow down, leave extra room, leave extra time. And remember that um, wintertime driving in Minnesota just takes more time and more effort uh, than it does typically in the summertime. Now, the weather has cleared out today, but as I pointed out, we're sure to get more winter weather driving events. Number one, what does the law say about lights when it's snowing, even during the daytime? Well, you know, a good way to remember the the headlight uh, regulation is if your windshield wipers are on, your headlights should be on. Now, many vehicles are are equipped with the automatic headlight systems now, but they're not always as sensitive as they need to be when we're talking about inclement weather. So really, anytime there is something falling from the sky and you need to use your windshield wipers, that's when you want to have those headlights on. Uh, what, what about uh, what does the law say about uh, plows? And you you spent uh, a long time as a state trooper here in Minnesota, um, giving the the plows snow removal equipment plenty of room. But what does the law say about that? 
Well, you know, the the, the, the snow plows have certain <clears throat> freedoms um, and exemptions from some of the traffic regulations when it comes to moving snow. Um, but really, the it, it, it's incumbent upon all of us to give those crews as much time and as much space as we can. You never, ever want to crowd the plow. And, you know, when we get it further into the season and, you know, we get those windy conditions and you're not always going to be able to see exactly what that plow is doing. But remember, they run a fixed route. And if you feel like you're, you're getting slowed up, you know, give it some time because that route will uh, eventually terminate and you're going to have your opportunity to get by the plow. But you never want to take that chance um, because you don't know whether that wing is out or whether it's not. You don't know if it's a gang plow situation where they've got two or three of them all echelon out. Um, just give it some time. Let them do their job, and they will make that road safe for travel. One other item. If you get stranded in an upcoming event, stay with the vehicle. There's, there's no question about that. Stay with the vehicle. Absolutely. Stay with the vehicle. Find some way, if you can, if you have the right material to, you know, hang something bright colored from uh, either the antenna or some other high point on the vehicle to indicate that you're in it. Um, and help will eventually find you. Um, your vehicle um, will protect you. It will offer you shelter. It will offer you warmth. And it will keep you safe while crews are out there and somebody will eventually find you. Um, abandoning that vehicle, that is a very, very risky uh, uh, behavior. And it really, that's how people get into deep, deep trouble. And quite honestly, how a lot of people lose their lives uh, during winter storms in Minnesota and the upper Midwest. All right. Stay with the vehicle if you do get stranded, particularly in winter driving conditions. One of the other things we wanted to bring up, and we're rapidly approaching the holiday season, there have already been some holiday parties, and it goes without saying, driving under the influence, a very bad idea. Law enforcement always has their radar up uh, for uh, drivers under the influence, and I would assume there's enhanced enforcement around the holidays. Oh, you're exactly right, Stephen. That's a great point. Um, in this day and age, there really is no excuse for anybody to, uh, <coughs> well, excuse me, get behind the wheel when they shouldn't. Um, it's a matter of planning ahead. <coughs> oh, excuse me, and then sticking with that plan. Mike Hansen is joining us, and once again, uh, Mike is the director of the Office of Traffic Safety with the Minnesota Department of Public Safety. Uh, the the legal limit uh 0.08 and when, when it when it comes to enforcement um it, it goes far beyond alcohol that the law enforcement is trained to look for uh people being the under the influence of of a number of things yeah, exactly uh it doesn't matter what somebody's impaired by if you're impaired you're impaired and our basic message is, if you feel different, you will di- drive different. So, again, make that plan ahead of time. We have extra patrols out there with over 300 agencies between now and the end of the year. So plan ahead. Um, one of the other things that uh, I, I wanted to bring up, and we, we brought up in recent years when we've talked, and I used to have a long commute. Um, the company I work for during the week uh, moved to a new location. It's much closer to where I live, so my commute isn't from northern Hennepin County to the southern edge of Hennepin County every day. But nevertheless, I still see a lot of people driving very, very wow. fast on uh, the freeways around town. And I'm sure that's true all over the state of Minnesota. 
that's one of the things we've talked about. Um, the excess of speed we're seeing on our roadways is is pretty incredible. Uh, it's incredible and it's it's terrifying and and quite honestly it, it is a significant causal factor in the significant increase we're seeing in fatal crashes. And it's something that our law enforcement partners and all of us are working really hard to try and solve. But especially now with the slippery season here, we really have to slow down. All right. Quick break. We'll come back with Mike Hansen, Director of the Office of Traffic Safety with the Minnesota Department of Public Safety momentarily. And if you want to talk to Mike about the rules of the road, uh, what does the law say about uh, driving technique here in the state of Minnesota? Feel free to call 651-461-9226. You can send a text as well, 651-461-9226. Once again, Mike Hansen, longtime state trooper, now the director with the Office of Traffic Safety with the Minnesota Department of Public Safety here on News Talk, E3O-WCCO. We are talking rules of the road. Mike Hansen, director with the Office of Traffic Safety with the Minnesota Department of Public Safety. We got a crash course in winter driving on Friday and Friday night. Uh, the crews have done a great job. And by the way, if you have a question for Mike, longtime trooper, now the director of the Office of Traffic Safety, about the rules of the road, 651 461 9226. And uh, Mike, from our text line, is there any way we can report reckless driving on the highway? Sometimes I see people driving so fast, so aggressively, I wish I could do something about it. Steve, that's a great great question. And the, the, the short answer is yes. If you see driving conduct that really is egregious, that you uh, believe is going to result in a, a crash that's going to cause injury or death, then you need to, and there is an exception in the hands-free cell phone law, for you to call 911. And be prepared to tell the dispatcher where you are, what direction you're going, what direction the suspect vehicle is going. As much of a description as you can, including license plate if that's possible, and a description of the driver, and then the behavior that you're observing. And then what the dispatchers will do is they will put that out uh, to all of the law enforcement in the area and um, you'd be surprised as often as not how often those types of calls um, a lead to law enforcement intervention um, and in fact often lead to some rather serious charges because um, if, if people are driving you know that dangerously those are the ones that, w- that law enforcement needs to know about and those are the ones that need to have some intervention yeah and there, there is so much technology in our vehicles to keep us safe in the event uh, of a crash or an accident of some sort that the speed and reckless driving and the distracted driving, um, you, you, you brought up cell phones and cell phone use. Uh, there are laws now in the books to the hands-free laws you alluded to, but, uh, some of this stuff is counteracting all the safety devices that are now built into every vehicle. That's a great point. There, there's just there's too many things that we can do in our car these days that takes our attention away from that critical driving task. And as a result, um, we we do see those distracted driving crashes. And when you throw things like speed into that, which is the you know that's the one behavior, that one deliberate behavior that makes every other mistake or every other uh, action that much harder to recover from. Um, and so it just reinforces the need for all of us to give that driving task our full attention 
all the time, no matter what. And especially when we throw some challenging road conditions in there. Um, it's just a very, very bad combination um, when we try and do two things and we take away from that critical task. I uh, got a major wake-up call on the roadways last February. I had an old two-wheel drive pickup. I was leaving work, heading to a play-by-play gig in Brooklyn Park. So driving from Eden Prairie to Brooklyn Park, got on 694, headed eastbound, went over the Boone Avenue Bridge, uh, wasn't driving too fast. It had been snowing lightly all day, hit a scattered slippery spot, lost control of my truck, and went head-on into the freeway wall uh, between the eastbound and westbound lanes. I don't know how fast it was going, but the truck was totaled. I was able to walk away thanks to a seatbelt and airbag. And that is just another great example of how our safety systems work to protect the occupants in in the vehicles. But the foundation of every one of those safety systems starts and ends with the use of that seatbelt. And so your airbags, your crumple zones, and and every other feature that that protects your driver and your passengers really does uh, begin with that seatbelt usage. Yeah, and 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 it lets the vehicle protect you. Yeah, and and Mike, you know, quick story, it was one of those days where it had been snowing lightly, so there were a number of incidents. So, once again, the local police there in Brooklyn Park or the state patrol couldn't respond because there were so many incidents. And and I told 911 that I was okay, that I was able to walk. But when the tow truck driver showed up to remove my vehicle from along the, the, the freeway wall just past Boone Avenue, he said, so you walked away from this wreck. That's how severely damaged my truck was, and that's how well seatbelts and airbags. And I, I just don't think I'd be here if I wasn't wearing the seatbelt and didn't have an operating airbag. Nope, the systems did exactly what they were intended to do. And, you know, that's the other thing. You know, we talked about speed and extreme speed earlier. Um, you know, those safety systems are designed to work up to a certain point. Um, there are just so many things that, that engineers can do to overcome the laws right. of physics. But when you exceed that safety envelope that's engineered into all of these cars, when you're driving 85, 90, 100-plus miles an hour, those safety systems, no matter how good they are, there's only so much they're going to be able to do. And quite honestly, when you exceed that safety envelope by enough, many crashes become unsurvivable. So, again, just another reason why those extreme speeds are so concerning to all of us in the traffic safety industry. Mike Hansen joining us, Director of the Office of Traffic Safety. From our text line, I'm concerned about the dark-tinted windows on some cars. Sometimes even the driver's face is unable to be seen. What are the rules about tinted windows? I know we've talked about this in years past. Mike, what, what's the story on that? Well, there's a, a number of things that come in um, to, to play when we talk about equipment violations and specifically what you can and cannot do to the windows. And to a certain uh, extent, it depend, depends on the kind of vehicle that you're driving. A pickup truck or a vehicle that is classified as a sport utility vehicle has a little bit more freedom as far as what can be done to the rear passenger and rear windows. Uh, however, for a passenger vehicle, you can not uh, exceed more than 50% tint on uh, any of the side or rear windows of the vehicle. With the pickup truck and the SUVs, there's there's a little bit more latitude for a darker tint. But again, this is behind the driver. 
And the one thing we have to keep in mind is you can never put anything on the windshield at all. And so uh, the windshield must remain clear uh, and in factory condition at all times. But the, the basic rule of thumb is 50% for the driver and front passenger window, uh, and then same for the, the back windows of a passenger vehicle. But when you talk about a sport utility or a uh, pickup truck, then there's a, a more, it allows for a darker tint on some of those rear windows. Let's go to the phone lines real quick. John and Egan, you're on with Mike Hanson. Hello, John. Hello. Thanks for taking my call. My question is regarding a school bus or emergency vehicles uh, when uh, on the going in the opposite direction when you're on a divided road. It's either divided by a median or perhaps just a raised concrete uh, strip. Do I have to respect those vehicles, or can I just continue on? And I will thank, uh, hang up and uh, listen. Thank you. Hey, John, that's a really great question. And, and to a certain extent, it's going to depend on the circumstances and the location um, of the incident or the school bus situation that you're confronted with. The, the best rule of thumb is to always yield to those um, because you don't know whether the kids are coming from one side of the road or the other. Although most of the routes, if they, they have a divided roadway, the kids are going to be on the, the side that the bus is on. Um, and that's how they're going to be loading. But um, in, in this time, you know, of low light conditions and, and not always being able to see things uh, that are there, you always want to slow down and absolutely be prepared to stop um, if you're required to do so. And so that applies for both the school buses. And then, again, if you're coming upon an active uh, crash scene or an incident scene that's taking place on the roadway, there's no real way of knowing what's going on exactly where, and especially in those low-light conditions. Uh, so you really want to slow down and, and be prepared to uh, proceed only when you know it is safe to do so. Uh, the law is pretty specific about moving over for a vehicle stopped on the side of the road, particularly law enforcement or tow trucks, et cetera. The law says you need to uh, move a lane over. Oh, absolutely, yeah. If you are traveling in the same direction, right. uh, you, you, you must move over and you must reduce your speed. Yeah, and now if you're on a crowded freeway that's two or three lanes and it's not feasible, is slowing down enough in that circumstance when you're you're going by uh, law enforcement or or some sort of other emergency response vehicle on the side of the road? That's exactly correct. You know, there are circumstances, there are traffic conditions where there just isn't the lane space for you to give up that lane next to the emergency vehicle. And those are the cases where, yes, you need to slow down and slow down to a speed um, that is very safe for that existing condition there. So obviously uh, this time of the year, you know, if you've got a crash on the side of the road with some slippery roads, you need to slow down um, and in some cases be prepared to stop uh, very, very quickly in order to allow that first responder, that police officer, uh, to, uh, to do what they need to do at the side of the road. Well, Mike, it's always good to visit with you. We've got to squeeze in one more before the weather break. I'm seeing more and more incidents of people blowing through red lights and stop signs when turning right. Uh, once again, what is the law say? Do you need to come to a complete stop before turning right at a stoplight or a stop sign? Uh, that's a very easy one. Yes, red means stop, and even making that right turn. You must come to a complete stop and ensure that you can make that right turn safely and then only uh, proceed when it is safe to do so.
All right. Well, Mike, always good to visit with you. Uh, We'll need to do it again soon. Absolutely, Steve. I always look forward to our conversations, and your callers have really good questions for me. Yeah, yeah, a lot of good ones today. Thanks. We'll have Mike back soon. Mike Hansen, Director of the Office of Traffic Safety with the Minnesota Department of Public Safety, spending a few minutes with us today. We're going to take a quick break. We'll have the weather. Then we'll talk wild hockey. Sarah McClellan covers the wild for the Star Tribune. They're playing great. Uh, They're in L.A. to play the Kings late tonight. And then before the end of the hour, Melissa Volk, head coach of the number one team in the state of Minnesota in girls hockey, the Andover Huskies. They are unbeaten. Uh, They they don't rebuild. They just reload up at Andover. And we'll get into that before 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. A sunny 67 degrees in L.A. today. The Wild and the Kings at Staples Center. Sarah McClellan will be there from the Star Tribune. Uh, Sarah, you're really missing out on uh, the weather here in the Twin Cities. I heard that. Uh, <laughs> I heard quite a bit of snow, but sunny and gorgeous in, in uh, Southern California. So uh, quite a different scenery oh, yeah. out here. Yeah, for, for sure. Uh, enjoy the sun. Uh, head indoors at Staples Center and, and uh, check out the Wild and the Kings tonight. Not a bad gig at all, Sarah. Uh, the Wild are playing great right now. Uh, I, they got off to a 3-0 lead in San Jose. The Sharks came back, made it interesting. The Wild eventually prevail 5-2. But this club, night in and night out, has been very consistent. Yeah, I think that's a great word to describe. Obviously, you know, anytime a team can string eight wins together, um, you know, things are going well for them on the ice. But you're right. I think there's been a lot of consistency in the way that they've played, in the way that they've approached games, and, and the way that they've won games. Um, you know, there's been little blips here or there. Um, I think especially in the second period, uh, you know, games, maybe recently third period against San Jose. But um, the way that this team has finished out games, obviously, has been key to keeping this streak intact. And, and, you know, they're really getting contributions throughout the lineup, which has kind of been the M.O. for this entire season, not just a stretch. Yeah, good balance. But uh, it seems every line is, is getting up and down the ice and keeping pressure on the opponent. And, and that's quite a change. And, you know, give uh, credit to Bill Guerin, the general manager, and Dean Evans and the head coach. The style of play has really changed. And night in and night out, they show they can skate with anyone. Yeah, you know, this is this is a streak that's been built by maybe not the style of play that Brenner won, you know, 3-1 wins. Uh, you know, this is a team right now that seems to score at least four goals every game, um, especially, you know, lately during this streak. Um, the offense obviously has set the tone. Um, that's not to say they aren't playing well defensively. Cam Talbot is, is you know, been pretty much almost lights out, um, you know, these last few weeks. So he's been strong. The defense has really held its own. Um, obviously, Jared Spurgeon came back from injury last game, but even before then, um, you know, the blue line had been playing really well in his absence. But still, you know, I think this op- offense grabs a lot of the attention, obviously, especially with Kirill Kaprizov right now and the role he's on, a seven-game point streak. Um, but, you know, it, it really is, you know, every part of the lineup contributing, making a difference, even the defense tipping in on offense. And you see what happens when all those ingredients come together. 
It has been a magical season so far for the Minnesota Wild when they have had a clunker. I think back to when San Jose came into St. Paul and beat the Wild, I believe, 4-1. to one. It's been far and few between, and the way the club has bounced back has been impressive. They haven't gone into extended funks. On that tough trip down to Florida, for instance, they got beat by Florida in a tight game. And they were able to battle back against the two-time defending Stanley Cup champ, Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, in the next game and at least get a point. So they, they just haven't gone into an extended period where they haven't been able to get points. Yeah, you know, that's kind of actually been a knack that precedes this season. You know, since Dean Evison took over as coach, this is a team that hasn't lost three in a row in the regular season. Um, it, it's been able to bounce back really quickly. I think it's just kind of a mentality that's reinforced that this team, um, as cliche as it sounds, just kind of keeps the blinders on, looks at the game ahead, doesn't look too far ahead, doesn't dwell too much on the past. And I think a narrow focus like that um, probably helps you know, a team rebound from a loss, um, build on something that maybe it's done well, but not, you know, focus too much on what's happened in the past or the future, just, you know, what they can't control. I think it's very much focusing on what they can control in the next game. And, um, you know, that's probably why you're not seeing these extended funks and, um, you know, the team being able to kind of just shrug off, you know, whatever happened the previous game and move on to the next. Yeah, and they've got – Back-to-back games this weekend, the Kings and then uh, the Golden Knights in Vegas. More on that in a moment. But you look at the Wild, even though there's still a long way to go, they're in really good shape for that reason. They've built a healthy lead in the division. So even if there is a a period of time where they struggle for a week or so, they're still in good shape because they've built up that cushion. The points all count the same, right? Whether they're yeah, for sure. in, you know, October, November, or February, March. You know, these are key points, um, especially in this division, because you might still see, you know, some movement. Um, you know, Colorado is, is trailing St. Louis, Winnipeg. The, the teams that were expected to contend for the top spot in the Central are all trailing the Wild by, you know, significant points right now. Um, so if those teams kind of kick it into gear and, and, and kind of find a rhythm, um, the landscape in the division could change. But you're right. You know, this is important. You know, whatever happens down the road and in the next few months, you know, this stretch, this eight-game win streak, um, the way the team played through the middle of November into December, I don't think will be forgotten because it's going to be helpful, um, you know, when these standings are finalized at the end of the season. So it, it all factors in. And you're right, there's so much more left on the schedule. There's so many more games to play. But um, I think, too, for confidence. You know, the, the Wild has played against some tough teams, some tough competition. You mentioned Tampa Bay. Um, I think back to that Toronto game last Saturday, that felt like the turning point as well. So, um, you know, the points matter, but I think how they're playing um, can obviously help their mindset and their attitude and confidence as well. And and there's no doubt, Sarah, that the Wilds could play this year. The timing couldn't be better because of the winter classic coming up at Target Field, the marquee event for the NHL, and to have the Wild playing well and playing well against top clubs like Tampa Bay or Toronto builds that team's profile. And on a, on a stage like the winter classic, the Wild would love to be playing their very best. 
You're right. And, and I think, you know, it also will be key for that matchup. You know, St. Louis, like I said, that's a team, a recent yep. Stanley Cup champion, um, but a team that's expected to push and buy, you know, for the top of the division um, to have, you know, another measuring stick game. It's going to be a meaningful hockey game. You know, it's not something that's just going to be this event and the hoopla. I mean, that's going to be an interesting test for those teams to collide on that stage, obviously. But still, just to kind of set a tone, um, be a test, see how these two teams match up, um, you know, in in their head-to-head series and where each might land in the division. So it is certainly building to be an intriguing matchup, regardless of the setting, regardless of target field and the winter classic spotlight. I think, you know, out of all the teams left that, you know, the Wild is still going to try to measure up and see how they they, they fare against. I, I think St. Louis is one of them. I think Calgary is another one. Um, so those are some of the matchups that I think are going to be intriguing the rest of the way. And, you know, having the winter classic be the back drop for that match against the Blues, I think just kind of adds and ups the intrigue. All right, L.A. tonight, Vegas tomorrow night before they return home. Uh, the Wild get the back-to-back, and then they go every other day this coming week, uh, Carolina, Buffalo, and Florida coming to the Excel Energy Center. How do you think they're going to go in that tonight and tomorrow night? We'll find out probably closer to puck drop. Okay. Um, it, it, it's interesting because, you know, like I said, Cam Talbot's been rolling, but it is a back-to-back. Um, you know, and, and that was a game in Vegas, you know, earlier this season that, you know, one of the few teams that the Wilds lost to in regulation um, kind of had a rally fizzle out late. It was a 3-2 loss in mid-November. So it'll be interesting to see maybe, you know, I know the team really likes to go game by game. So maybe it decides starter against L.A. and then kind of reacts off of that. Um, but this is, a, you know, this is an interesting test, I think, this whole weekend for the Wild. You know, they have been winning. It's eight in a row. Um, they've taken down some, some, you know, heavy, big competitive teams lately. But, you know, you think back earlier in the season, they did win in L.A. 3-2. to two, But it was a tight hockey game. Like I mentioned, the loss in Vegas earlier this season. Um, this is another, you know, another test this week, even though those are teams below the Wild in the standings. Um, you know, this is definitely a weekend, I think, where, you know, again, it's an opportunity to learn a little bit more about this hockey club. And, and do you think, though, getting Capo Kagan and some reps is still important, even though Cam Talbot's the number one goaltender and is probably going to play 60-plus games this year, getting Kagan in there and keeping him ready is, is important as well? You know, we saw it during that last homestand where he got in a couple starts and, yep. you know, consecutively as well. Um, you know, and so it's an opportunity, too, on the flip side, to get Talbot some rest. Like I said, he's been playing so well, and, and having that break didn't, you know, didn't interrupt his rhythm, obviously. So, um, Kakinen's shown in, you know, the games when he's been able to kind of get in there and maybe even get a start or two in a row, um, that he's been steady. And, you know, you're right. It's it's one goalie, obviously, you're the team starter that, you know, carries the bulk of the load, but having a backup who the team trusts is also key. So um, it's possible, right, that they could split that this weekend, go home for the homestand, and, and really see, you know, if Talbot can help kind of carry and set that tone that week with some big games on deck at home before the Christmas break. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure they're going to welcome that Christmas break for sure. Any concerns on the injury report going into the game in L.A. tonight? Uh, you know what? Matt Dumba sat out last game, um, wasn't feeling well under the weather, so he's someone to see if he gets back in. And if they make any other changes at forward, obviously Mason Shaw made his NHL debut last game, um, you know, didn't look out of place. 
Um, he replaced Rem Pitlick, who was a healthy scratch. So um, that's something to keep an eye on just to see if they shake it up or, you know, continue to stick what, what, with what worked last game. All right, very good, Sarah. Always good to visit with you. Uh, enjoy the weather in L.A. for a few more hours. Take care, Steve. All right, Sarah McClellan uh, joining us once again. Covers uh, the Wild for the start. Should be when they get the Kings tonight, uh, the Golden Knights, uh, tomorrow night before returning home to take on Carolina on Tuesday night. Quick break. We'll come back, talk girls hockey. Number one and over your head coach, Melissa Volk, joins us. They're off to a quick start and number one in two-way. In a moment, here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. Wild in L.A. tonight. Timberwolves are idle. Golden Gopher Volleyball in Madison to take on Wisconsin Regional Final winner on to the Final Four, 7 o'clock. I'll be tuned in. Right now we're going to talk girls hockey and Andover off to a hot start. Andover atop the latest poll I saw, Edina number two. And on the boys' side, just the opposite. Edina number one, Andover two. Uh, the Andover girls, Coach Melissa Volk joins us. And uh, always good to visit with you, Melissa, and congrats and a great start for your team. Yeah, thanks for having me, Steve. Yeah, a couple of great players move on, one at the U, one up at UMD. And uh, I, I said a little earlier at Andover, it's not a rebuild year. It's just kind of reload. Uh, you, you've had a lot of really good players in the pipeline. This year, no exception. Yeah, we're super lucky that we had um, just a phenomenal class graduate. We have actually eight of them from that class are playing college right now. But like you said, kind of reloading, we're, we're very blessed to have the youth program that we have. Yeah, do you do you stay in touch uh, with with the young women who who graduate and move on to college careers? I, I know there's a lot of them that are playing in college, but do you keep an eye on it and stay in touch? Oh yes, for sure. They're actually keeping me super busy checking box scores constantly <laughs> right now. Um, but even we have a girl who graduated. Um, I think in it's probably been six or seven years now, and now she's back. Um, actually coaching one of our U12 teams. So it's been really fun to watch the girls kind of full circle. Um, you know, play in our program, and then give back to the program. Yeah, it's such a great thing going in Andover now. Two rinks, a great facility up there, great community support, and. I, I had a chance to see your opener, and I got familiar um, with, with some of these players in, in previous seasons, but now one of your leaders, Ella Berger, off to a, a phenomenal start. But, you know, there, there's there's great balance, and, and once again, not only upperclassmen, but uh, some of the youngsters really getting into it this year. Yeah, we've definitely had to rely on um, new kids this year. I think we only had we only have six returning letter winners from last year, um, so not just freshmen, but also you know older kids filling different roles. Um, so it's been fun to get to know the girls, and we're definitely you know a different team than than what we have been in the past. Yeah, and uh, goaltending over the years, uh, pretty good goaltending at Andover, uh, and and Courtney Stagman, you, you've really got to be proud. Just just terrific place to start for a hockey coach it makes it easy when you get good goaltending oh for sure she's playing super confident right now competing out there and then uh, you know super proud of her as a hockey player but also you know as a person i have a lot of these girls that are great students but also help out all off season all summer with our might programs our youth programs so we're super proud when good kids you know accomplish great things on the ice too Let's talk a little bit more about Ella Berger. She's just a junior. She's already committed to St. Thomas and and poised to have a a big year, isn't she? 
Yep. Um, she's just a junior, but she's actually our captain this year. Um, she's got such a great attitude, and she just works extremely hard out there and kind of has that great balance of having some finesse but also just a super strong player. Yeah, and uh, two years ago it was state champion. A year ago that shortened season where you played all-conference games, still got to the title game before falling to Edina. Just just great matchups with Edina. Now this year uh, a re- return to more normal where you're able to not only play your conference schedule in the Northwest Suburban, but uh, schedule some non-conference opponents. You came right out of the gate, and, and Benilde St. Margaret's was terrific. That was a great game to open up with. Yeah, we're definitely happy to be doing our schedule now where, you know, you can't take any night off. you got to show up every single night. Yeah, and then uh, Minnetonka in the second game, you, you, you didn't give the girls any break with the scheduling with Benilde and Minnetonka <laughs> right, out of the, right out of the gate this year. Right, and then now, now though, I feel like we need a game because we, um, we played Tuesday, but then we were supposed to play on Friday, but that was canceled. So now we're like, okay, let's get rolling here again. Yeah, you get your rivals uh, at Anoka on Tuesday. Uh, you, you get some non-conference action as well, Blake and Alexandria on the schedule, and, and you really are mixing it up uh, again this year, trying to, to to get good opposition between now and playoff time. Yeah, so we were in the that Adina tournament at the end of the month uh, we play, where we play against Alexandria and then whoever next, and then January will definitely be a grind um, we play in the Hockey Day, Minnesota, so that's a weekend. And then another weekend we go up to Grand Rapids, one to Hermantown. Uh, so January, January will definitely be a grind leading into playoffs. Yeah, and uh, you, you wise that at the end of the year. And, oh, by the way, conference full of Maple Grove, they're usually pretty good every year. Yes, for sure. All right. Well, Melissa, good to visit with you. Always fun to see the Andover Huskies play. And uh, once again, uh, congrats on a great start. Well, thank you for having us. All right, Melissa Volk, head coach of the Andover Huskies, ranked number one. You look at the boys and girls ranking, or at least the latest I saw, Andover number one in the boys, or number one in the girls, number two in the boys. Edina, number two in girls, number one in boys. In the last two years, these two teams have played in terrific state championship games. Uh, I had a chance to call Andover's state title win over Edina at the XL Energy Center. That was right before COVID-19 hit. And then uh, a year ago, they were able to get the winter sports season started after the first of the year and still were able to have uh, state tournaments for the boys and girls. So uh, big, big stuff. Uh, Four minutes now in front of 4 o'clock here at News Talk 830 WCCO. Uh, Coming up at 4 o'clock in the news, uh, we're going to have the latest from CBS on those devastating tornadoes that ripped through Kentucky and Illinois and Arkansas and Tennessee and Mississippi and Missouri. Uh, one town completely destroyed by a tornado in Kentucky. Uh, th- there are fears that over 100 people died in those tornadoes overnight. So we'll have the very latest from CBS News at 4 o'clock. Mark Fry in our newsroom will update the weather. Uh, things quiet after that snowstorm moved through and dumped over 20 inches in parts of the metro. A little bit later on in the program, Paul Douglas will join us. Uh, of course, Paul Douglas, uh, meteorologist and host uh, with, with Jordana Green in the afternoons. Uh, he'll be in in the morning this coming week, but we'll talk about that 
huge weather system that spawned those tornadoes and the big snows here in Minnesota and Wisconsin. That's coming up a little bit later on here on CCL. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.